Kia ora and welcome back to Caddy Batch NZ. It's me, PJ Campbell, Dion Ratahi. Bro, Ooh. again on location. Really, really, really making a habit of this. But it's, well, it's not early right now, but when we did. Not anymore, no. Yeah, yeah not anymore. But when we did what we did, it was still pitch black. Bro, it was brown as when we started. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> But bro, I, it sun's up. Uh, bro, she's looking good as uh, as, as good as our uh, VIP guest was, bro. Yeah, bro. How and good? Ho- well, hopefully we can. Um, oh, we're looking pretty dark, bro. <laughs> on the, oh, maybe on that it is screen. still a bit dark. Yeah, maybe it is <laughs> still, still a bit dark. Well, hopefully we can um, we can put this one, this full episode online, bro, on YouTube, on no, just socials. Yep. Yeah. No, it was a um. Wicked app, um, VIP yeah. guest. Yeah, bro. bro. People are get, getting oh. insight to to tour life. That's for sure, hundred percent. And um, it, it was a it was a good way to uh, bring that guest on board and um, kind of uh, give us some major insight on uh, what golf's all about on tour, bro. Yeah, bro. Plus, yeah, cut a couple of inside things with with the boys. Yep. At the end there, yep. just to kind of pull it back from just golf chat. Yeah, hard, so, Nah. Looking forward to to another catch-up, you know, like that, that was... Oh, uh, totally, bro. I, I know and, the, and the thing is, is he's up for it, which is Ming. Bro, I know it seems early, but yeah, that that, that was an awesome app. Um, awesome chat, bro. Loving it. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be... That might be one of my... I think that might be my favourite one. Oh, definitely, definitely my so number far. one, bro. Yeah, bro. Yep. Covered... Um, Covered a lot of good things, yeah. Um, uh, especially, you know, a little bit of insight into what and how golf's played down here. Um, yeah, you know, a few uh, Plus, mate, yeah, few cup, events cup, that were played. Yeah, cup, and just his thoughts on on the game down here compared to to what he does overseas. Yeah, still pretty cash, you know, breaking yeah, course records, eh? You, you know, <laughs> just dropping low scores, bro. So, yeah. I think they might have given it away, bro. Come on. Oh, no, nah, not quite. Nah, not quite. Because yeah, nah, people do that all the time, don't they? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Don't they? I mean, weren't when, when the scores at Club Champs on the weekend <laughs> super deep, bro? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those 11s and 10s. Are, is it 11 <laughs> on 17, 10 on 18, bro? Oh, my bad. But no. Oh. No, awesome, awesome chat, and um, yeah, the 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 day uh, actually the sun's up. The day is looking mean as out here for a change. Yeah, um, I just on just on our venue, folks, is it's a it's quite a big room, so our guest it, it's a little bit echoey. Little you might bit yeah, echoey, you, yeah. You, you might hear it on our mics as well. So yeah, um, but. Hopefully that doesn't bother you too much because it is a good listen. I had a great time just sitting here, bro. I I basically said fuck all, which is mean. Well, well, that that was the good thing about it, bro. It, it, the chat just it it was just organic. It just uh, took its own lead. Um, 
but yeah, opens up for a, a lot of good topics, you know, for uh, at 2.5 for the VIP. 2.5? Yeah, bro, that's it. We're going deep, bro. We're going deep. 2.5. I was yeah. thinking, let's try and get to two first. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and then we'll think about the 2.5. Well, yeah, might m- m- take one more ep for, for the bro to feel a little more comfortable <laughs> around us, mate. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was a good morning, bro. We'll get into it then, eh? Yeah, well. Nah, sweet. All right, folks, here is our interview with our special guest. Man, well, I don't know how we did it, but we have a European tour player, we have a major starter, we have an Olympian, we have, <laughs> he's basically just cleaned up on the on the NZ circuit, Ryan Fox, Thank you very much for joining us on Caddy Batch. How are you, man? Good. Yeah? It's a bit early, but uh, yeah. Yeah, everything, no. everything's going well. I'll, I'll touch on that. It is early. It's a normal start for some of us, but this, yeah, is, some yeah, of us. this, this is definitely the earliest Caddy Batch has been up. So, no, nah, cheers for coming in early, bro. So, so you're saying this is early. So what, what, do, what do you usually do for if you're off first in a tournament? How early do you get up? Uh, it kind of depends on where tournament is I mean well, I've played ones in Aussie where the fi- I've been off at 6am and that means you're getting up in the threes and that's no fun nah oh we weren't that early today no, no, <laughs> no I mean most of the time for us it's like you know first tea time yeah, 7 yeah. 30ish so yeah yeah allowing prep time what's your prep time uh warm up for me is on an hour maybe just under yeah um yeah, and do you, do, you, do you get like, is it like proper tour where you get massage trucks and you get to go in and get your lies and shit sorted? Well, before COVID, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, after COVID, well, since COVID. So you're living like us now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we turn up to the golf club, get your scorecard and then go out and play. Uh, yeah, I mean, say before COVID, I had a, a physio that would travel to maybe 10 or 12 events a year yeah, yeah. and there was four of us that used him um, Bern Wiesberger Joost Lauten um, and Paul Waring were starting to use him as well so we'd you'd have sort of 45 minutes with him before you started your warm yeah. up so that's it got pushed to an hour 45 and then you'd have 45 minutes after it was a pretty you know when he was there it was a long week but it was worthwhile um, and then when he wasn't there we do have we normally have the tour truck there yeah. um, but if you wanted that for me, that was more if something was sore or whatever, it yeah. would be a little fifteen-minute thing. So, no. so not completely reliant on um, obviously getting the body right, but just spending enough time to make sure that one you can go out there and perform, but then also go four deep, right? Yeah, the, I think for me, the the first year on tour, I didn't have a a physio in the UK, so I've had my my team here for near on 15 years probably, okay. so Trevor Montgomery's my physio here, um, but I sort of, I missed that on the road, um, and by the end of 2017, my first year, I was broken, um, and my manager suggested to um, maybe have a look at a physio, I was like, okay, yeah. yep, that sounds good, and we, I know Yost really well, my manager works with Yost, and we're like, oh, well, okay. his physio's Dutch guy, Bus is really good, so oh, okay, I'll, I'll see how see how he goes. Used him for one event at the end of 2017. I was like, oh yeah, he was really good. 
and then you know, he's been he's been working with Trevor. Um, Trevor's been to London and they've done a session with me together, oh, nice. and it's been pretty good. And then um, I've also had a uh, a woman that uh, taught under was taught by Trevor back here, a Kiwi girl in yep. London. Oh, so um, sort of managed to get everything kind of sorted for when I'm away and then obviously when I'm back here everything's a bit easier easier and, and then yep. everything stays consistent right you, you, yep. you're not someone's not learning about you again you can kind of just keep pushing through whatever it is um, and then focus more on what you're here to do right yeah yeah and yeah the good thing you know, I've, I've been pretty diligent body wise maybe not the gym stuff as much but in terms of making the sure Everything's moving properly. Nothing's tight, physio-wise, chiropractor-wise. I've been with the same chiropractor here for oh, wicked. Well, yeah, again, fifteen yeah. years. So, you know, it's I can continue that on tour. It's not maybe to the same level um, as I do here with weeks off, but it's it's pretty close. So, yeah. um, and you know that we've they've got three physios that well, before COVID had three physios that would work. Yeah, know, every tournament on tour. So if you know, if you were in trouble, you could go and go and get you know a click or some massage or something like that as well. Yeah. So with with COVID, um, it's obviously disrupted a few things. But has it has it messed with your prep as much as what we don't see? Because I mean, you, you just tore it up in a couple of events here, which was awesome to see. Um, dropped a lot of 60s, but like has, has COVID and, um, y- you know, has all that disrupted you? Ahead? Oh, it's messed everything up yep. pretty badly. I mean, I've normally been a guy that's played 30, 28 to 32 events a year. I think last year I played 17. All right. Um, and this year, you know, on the European Tour, I've only played three. And that's, that's more to do with quarantine and stuff like that. Um, and you know, again, around tournaments, it's it's just a complete mess. We haven't had physios be able to go. Um, no family can go. You know, it's yeah, yeah, as little amount of people in the tournament bubble, bubble as, possible. as possible. Yeah. So, so you're just going to feel even more alone, right? You know, not being able to travel with family. Yeah. Um, those those support uh, people around you. Well, yeah. Like last year, um, I did twelve weeks away. In from July through to October, and that was my wife was pregnant at the time, so probably not ideal. But I didn't, yeah. re, you know, I didn't really have a choice. Yeah. Well, I, I did have a choice, but it's not. I I've, personally, I felt like I couldn't sit on my ass for yeah. twelve months, you know, play a few pro ams around here, and yeah. then yeah. feel like I could go back this year and compete at the top level again. You know, yeah, I, and and it's, it's it's just interesting on that. So you know, I've mentioned that you've just come off a. a a, a run of some really good form, like mm. over here. I mean, dropped a lot of um, rounds in the 60s. Does that um, give you the confidence and do you feel comfortable now you're about to jump on a plane, head back to Europe tomorrow? Yeah, I feel like the game's in good shape. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously a very different level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think the scores I shot would have definitely contended on the European tour. I'm not sure they would have won. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I guess the other thing we might have had some different setups on the European tour as well. Um, Can you just elaborate on that in terms of the set, setups? Um, I, I think they did it for the, P, the New Zealand PGA. Um, 
they tucked a lot more pins for that yep. week. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like, you know, New Zealand golf have a sort of... They've, they've got to sit on the fence a little bit with their yep. setup because yep. there's maybe only, what, 20, 20 25 guys mainly. There's yep. a couple of, Players, cu- yep. or couple of the girls that play yep. full-time. Yep. Yep. Everyone else is, you know, a part-time... Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's there's definitely you know there's lots of juniors that play everything else. So you know, do you want to set it up? Yeah, for as, the as for the elite, elite or for yeah. And I think going forward, yes. I and Steve Williams when he caddied for me at I said probably the best thing I heard. He said you want to set the golf course up properly. You want to identify the best players. You don't want to give people a false sense That's of security yeah, yeah, that totally. they go and shoot sixteen under and go, oh, I can compete. Where and a Charles Tour event, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, we also you look at the scoring. You know, those three, the three tournaments: Mirawai yeah. Golf Harbour and and at Tipuki for the PGA. We had perfect weather. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had nine. Ho- of- I had nine holes at Mirawai that were shit house. Yeah, utterly <laughs> shit house. Um, and Golf Harbour, we had. The first day was a bit ugly, but yeah. it never, it didn't blow that hard. And, yeah. and people were still scoring good in that weather, right? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. we had a little delay in the worst bit of it in Gulf yeah. Harbour, but, you know, we didn't, we had one day with a little bit of wind Friday afternoon. I was off Friday morning, and the scoring was still pretty good. Um, we had some rain on Thursday afternoon, but for the most part, it was, you know, we had one really heavy shower, which sort of... The, gr- the greens flooded a little bit. We got a little bit of a respite from it. Yeah. And then we had drizzly stuff, which was easy enough to stay dry in. And that's, I think, a little bit of a combination of both. You know, we had some, some pretty nice pins and we had some really nice weather and that was really low scoring. Well, you, think, you seem to like Golf Harbour a little bit. Um, oh. Yeah. The scorecard suggests you like Golf Harbour because you've got, you went 62 in that last round. Mm. With um, one of the best caddies out at, um, oh, out, yeah, at, over the shore there. Um, then Why, you lying down in the fairway on seventeen. <laughs> I think I think he just he thought we uh, oh, we were talking about breaking sixty at some point through that back nine. Yeah, and then obviously I made a few pars in a row, and Jace got a bit bored, so he had a little <laughs> bit of a lie down on seventeen. So, so, so you went sixty-two, and then you went sixty-four when you went back. And then recently, you've just fucked it up again yeah. by going sixty. Yeah, I um, I play a bit of <laughs> yeah. golf with Luke Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so Brownie messaged me last week. He goes, "I oh, do you want to have a game?" Yeah, perfect. And he goes, "Let's go play golf harbour." And I always enjoy going up to golf harbour. Yeah. It's you know decent, can be a decent test of golf. And we got it, we got it with his pants down two days in a row, which was kind of <laughs> nice. No, no, got it in the afternoon. No, um, no wind. Wow. There was not too many people out there. There was just me and him in a cart. I think we played 36 holes of golf in two days in like five and a half hours. No way. Um, and dropping, dropping numbers like that going Oh, deep. yeah, I shot, shot 64 the, the first, the first on, on Tuesday last week, which... Yep, the 11th. I've got it up here, Boris. Yeah, <laughs> you, went, I, you went 64. I missed a six-footer on the last for 63. Oh. And then 
I, so Brownie was not happy with me because I dusted him quite comfortably. So <laughs> I, t- I texted him the next morning. I was like, you want a chance for revenge? He's like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. That, and, that, uh, that would have knocked him back a little bit going to Sea City. Well, yeah, the funny thing about that, I, I left a bunch out there too. Oh, wow. I, when, you're, when, when you're going that deep, is there anything in the mind going, fuck, this could be a 59, it oh, could yeah, be a no, 58? I, 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 I was thinking about it, don't worry. So, wow. Like when it gets to that point, though, does it does it does it mess with your head mentally, or do you, are I've you past it, I've that stage? It, I've done it twice now. I've shot fifty nine in practice twice, so it was more like let's see if we can go. Let's see, see, let's see I mean, how I deep still, I can I go. I still felt it. I had a fifteen footer on the last birdie that I missed. Still felt it. You know, yeah, it was. You know, you know, you got a putt for fifty nine. but yeah. it's like, well, I've shot it before. It's not like I. I'm, yeah, and I, I think you can still sit there and go, oh, man, well, I'm 12 deep anyway, so, you, you know. Yeah, I, it was the, the, the funny thing that day, I'd, I missed a 10-footer on one. I didn't get it up and down from the front trap at two. Easy, real easy bunker shot. I birdied three, and then I missed a three-footer for birdie on four. four. So I was, I was one under through four, and I could have been four. Could have been four, yeah. And then I stumped it on five, two-putted six, birdied seven, Stumped, I uh, hold like a 12 footer on eight, hold a 20 footer on nine, and then stumped it on 10, hold a 30 footer for, a, for Eagle on 11, almost hold a chip on 12. And then I think at that point I'd had seven birdies and an Eagle in the space of eight holes. Yeah. Yep. And I was sitting, I think I was 10 under at that point on that tee, going, okay, yeah, I got a chance. I hit it to a foot on 14. Oh. And then I, I thought I'd hold a 20 footer up the hill on 15 for birdie. Um, only green I missed was 16, and then I hit a greenside trap on 17, hit it to a foot there, and then thought, okay, well, I've got to make birdie up the last, and I hit a pretty average wedge shot from 110 to, to like, 15 feet, and actually hit a good putt that I misread slightly and missed by half a cup, and, you know, pretty good, pretty good round of golf. Yeah, not Brownie, a bad day Brownie, at the office. Brownie's basically going, you can just fuck off. <laughs> You've dusted me twice in two days, so. And you called me back, and I had accepted the offer. Yeah. yeah. So that's oh, like he, me. Yeah, he was getting a couple of messages from my mate's gun and that he knows well as well. Like, yeah, mate, uh, maybe it's time to give it up. <laughs> you got dusted by that many over two just days. Just to the pro-am stickers, yeah. yeah, no, <laughs> he, it, was, it was pretty funny. It was uh, just one of those days. Yeah, go bogey-free, 20 under for two days around golf. Arb was a little bit silly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's almost consistent. So, like, just tracking your movements... Like especially over probably the last you, you know almost twelve weeks, that you've been playing some solid golf. So yeah, I've shot lots of really low scores. I think. Yep. Yeah, um, I've had a twelve, a ten, a nine, and like four or five eights yep. at least in the last eight weeks. Yeah, and, yep. and, and like you say, you, you know that that might not win overseas, but you've got to be super uh, confident, and comfortable, you know. Packing up tomorrow and boosting though, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward yeah. to to going back. I'm a, I'm looking forward to playing. I'm not looking forward to all the bullshit that goes yeah. with it, with the bubble and stuff like that. And you know, I'm not looking forward to leaving the family and a five month old daughter behind. But, yeah, you know, I I don't have a choice. I've yeah. I've got to keep a keep a job for next it's year. It's work, right? Yeah, yeah. And hopefully the family will follow in you know, yeah. six weeks time or whatever, and then you know. Provided this Indian variant doesn't mess the rest of the world up, yeah. then yeah. Hot, you know the UK especially looks like it's in pretty good place COVID-wise 
going yeah. forward yep. with with yeah. the vaccination yep. side of things, and they're starting to open up and everything's starting to feel normal over there. So hopefully, you know, I can at least be based over there like I normally am yep. through through to October, November, and the family can be up for a while. And so, with this um, stint that you're doing, like uh, British Open start, yep. coming up, um, and then who, who knows what's going to happen with Olympics. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming it's still going to go ahead. Yeah. They're so far down the rabbit hole with it. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they can't really. Do, turn do back. you have yeah. to? When do you have to commit to that? Oh, I mean, or I've, have I've, you I've, I've committed already. I yep. mean, I still need to get. I still need to qualify, which I think world ranking wise, I'll be. I should be fine. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now, so. um, it's more the New Zealand Olympic Committee still has to select me, yep. um, which I don't even know what the process is. I just. Yep. Let, People deal with that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think yeah, I'll, I'll go. It'll it'll probably cost me a, an event or two on the European tour, which isn't ideal. But um, yeah, I grew up in a in a household where representing New Zealand was the highest honour, so it's yep. not something you ever turn down. Uh, yeah, good on you. It, and that that's where I was just sort of all, almost going to head towards was like one representing the country, um, and then ultimately. How is that going to sort of disrupt any plans that you've got? Because, I mean, a British Open's... But it, like it, it has no effect on the British Open. I just I, I think I'll end up missing the week before, which is in Wales, yeah. and then I'll miss... There's an event the week of the Olympics, oh, yeah. which is in Northern Ireland around a golf yeah. course I've won at before. So, um, yeah, disappointing to maybe miss, it, miss that. Um, yeah. But I guess... I can understand it from Danny's point of view. Like, if it was a different time of the season for us, like if I didn't have, I think I don't know how many tournaments are after the Olympics, but there's probably 15 tournaments or 12 tournaments after the Olympics to keep a card. Yes. You know, so I've still got plenty of opportunities. Yep. But you look at it from Danny's point of view, he's got, I think the the PGA Tour wraps up towards the end of August, and he hasn't he hasn't kept a card at the moment. Yeah. And yeah, as as important as the Olympics is, golf's pretty brutal. That you don't you you can be an Olympian and not have a job the next year. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. the most important thing going forward for him is to stay on the PGA Tour and missing at least one week, probably two, for the Olympics at the back end of a season where he has, has to, to play yeah. well. I, I, I completely understand his yep. decision for that. And, yeah. you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, if it was me in the same boat, I'd be thinking very hard about making that same decision that he made. Absolutely. Well, because it's your livelihood, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't, as much as you want to represent your country, I mean, the reality is, is there's, there's always another Olympics. There, there, there may not be another tour card. Yeah. You know, so... And it's, it's one of those things, I think... It's a lot harder getting on tour than it is staying on tour. Oh wow! If that makes sense. Yeah. So if you've got, you know, when you're coming up, your first year, if you go through Q school, you get a card from Challenge Tour or or Corn Ferry Tour or whatever. You don't get the starts that the guys that have kept their card the yep. previous year get. So, and that makes sense. They, get, you know, the the guys that have been there done that get an advantage. But it's sort of one of those things. You, it's hard to. It, it's hard to get it, yeah. and it, it's you know it's obviously hard to get it through web.com. So you know Danny doesn't want to go 
go back to oh sorry corn fairy tour Danny yeah. doesn't want to go back <laughs> yeah. to corn fairy and try to get it again and then go through you know another another season where he's got less starts than he would have if he finishes in the top 125 on the FedEx yeah. Cup. And that's interesting to hear that, you, you, you know, once you've got it, because your, your mind shift must, it, it must move a lot once you do get it, yeah. right? Like I, I, yeah, I'll, I guess when I say get it, it's once you're, I think once you've kept a card, you know, the first year's the, the first year when you're on a big tour is the hardest yeah. because you get limited starts compared to yeah. the, top, the yeah. other guys on the tour. Yeah. Um, and then you never quite know what you, if you're going to be able to compete or not. Yeah. Um, but then going forward, once you've done it, it definitely makes it a bit, a bit easier. Both in terms of you get more starts, you you guarantee you know you've got guaranteed starts as well, which is, you know, you might get those starts coming from a challenge tour, but say my first year, I remember the Middle East, which was our big events at the start of the year, Dubai, Abu yeah. Dhabi. I just got into Abu Dhabi, and then Dubai, I was reserved till Wednesday night. Oh, wow. And got in like Wednesday afternoon, and you get a lot of that. So you're, yeah. you know, you're travelling to an event as a standby player, as yeah. a reserve basically. Yeah. And yeah. You, you obviously, if you're first or second reserve, you probably do for a big event. But you, you get lots of that late call ups. Um, like I, I actually I remember an event in 2016. I'd, I'd finished 16 on Challenge Tour, which got me some European status for the yep. following year. And we go well. We're going to play as many European tour events as I can, and try to keep a card. Try to get a card that way. And I'd entered a tournament in Spain at Valderrama, and I got a call on a Sunday afternoon. I was back here saying, "Oh, you, that's dropped 17 spots in the last three days. You're now in Valderrama. It's two o'clock in the morning. It's two o'clock. I get the call from my manager at I think 11 o'clock at night on Saturday." I'm up till two o'clock in the morning booking flights Lights. to get to Valderrama, which is a shit place to get to. It's yeah. Yeah, I, and so I, th- I think I flew Dubai, Barcelona, Barcelona, Marbella, Marbella to... Um, and then it's like an hour and a half drive to Valderrama. It took 40, 42 hours oh door my. to door, had a practice round, slept the Pro-Am day, played two rounds, missed the cut, and took 48 hours to get home. And and then that just shows how tour life is so brutal. Mm. Like it, you, you know. Like I mean, on the outside, everyone just gets to see you on TV, hitting yeah. off the first. Yeah, that's you know, totally it. But they don't see the logistics. They don't see everything that and what you've just covered. You know, oh, I, I wasn't meant to be there, and then all of a sudden I'm on, on the first tee. It's nowhere near. It's the the tour stuff's nowhere near as glamorous <laughs> as what. It's yeah, made that's out to be. that's that's what is yep. mind blowing to me because I know it's hard. Like. But I didn't know. Well, for us down here, it's it's that much harder, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's why like I've been based in the UK. In the UK makes it a lot easier yeah. to just. Hit. It's easy. The first part of the year when it's the Middle East and it's one flight, it's okay. Stuff in Asia, stuff in Australia. Yeah. Obviously, it's easier for. Yeah. Well, it's maybe the same distance to Asia from Europe to, as it is from here, but you know Aussies a lot closer. So it's always. I've always done since I've been in Europe, done sort of the European summer over in Europe, start sort of the end of April, yeah. be based up there and then come home at the end of the year and be based here for, you know, the Aussie swing at the end of the year and stuff. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's work, but COVID's kind of messed all of that up yeah, a little yeah. bit. So, so would I be off the mark, like, you're hitting these events, like, have you got, like, a, 
like three keys that you want to achieve? Are you going, okay, I need to make cut? Like, how do you prepare yourself mentally after all the, after going through all those disruptions? So, like, it, it, do you just, every event different or? No, I mean, I, I used to be really big on the, you know, getting process goals. Yep. I'd probably, there'd be definitely maybe more process goals around an event, but not, yep. there's no, um, I don't sit, stand there and go, I want to, you know, yeah, I, yeah. my goal is to make the cut or my okay. goal is a top 10. Yeah. I mean, the goal is every week to play as good as to possible, as, which yeah, yeah. equals making a cut, which yeah. equals try, yeah. trying to be in contention, you know, all of that. I, I, I don't think that changes week to week, no matter yeah. what the level of tournament it is. Yeah, yeah, just trying to get a, a, an insight to, because how, you know, I guess as amateurs and, and, and those that are out there listening and, and trying to, you know, tee it up for, you know, their club event or something, just to try and get some kind of understanding about, like, well, oh, man, what goes through a, a tour player's head, you know, when they're standing on the first tee, you know? In the end, for us, it just goes down to pick a shot, hit a shot. Nice. Like, it's, it's that yeah. simple. Yeah. But, you know, and at that point, it doesn't matter what the level of it is. You know, you can stand up there on the first tee of an Open Championship with... 5,000 people watching yeah. and yeah you're nervous you're probably shitting bricks especially <laughs> if you haven't done it very often yeah. before yeah. but in the end you're still going okay well I'm going to hit it at the edge of that tree with a little fade you be real precise on your targets yep. you try to take a deep breath and and just let and, it rip and, and, and just let it rip yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, talk us through the the player caddy relationship like, do you do you, do you, do you, do you, do you yeah. have three hours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, do you have a dedicated caddy, or do you use one that's there? Or I've always had since I've been on tour a dedicated caddy. Yeah. Um, who's who's that? So currently, it's a uh, a guy from Northern Ireland, Chris Selfridge, who I uh, I play challenge tour with. Okay, and who was he with before? Was so he was caddying for a guy, Michael Holly, but he actually used to play. Okay. Um, and that's how I got to know him. He, he played a couple of well, three years of challenge tour, was actually a decent player, and he's had elbow issues and never could. He can still play golf, no problem. He can still go out and shoot 68, 67, yeah, yeah. but he can't. He, I, I don't think his, his elbow his stands, or up. stands up mm. to the rest of the work required. You know, if he had to go and hit balls, play golf every day, yeah, hit yeah. balls every day, I think he'd still be in a bad way. So he still wanted to be involved in golf. and Kidding, and was that, nice that was the avenue, yeah, yeah. So how yeah, how much like how much do you rely on a player as a player on your caddy, or are you quite free and open to to self managing it? Yeah, it's it's a it's kind of a strange relationship with a caddy. I think like it's because obviously I can go out and play by myself. Yeah, and yeah, play fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the caddy is kind of the one that makes you stop making the silly mistakes and they're the I mean they're the on-course psychologists they're the you know they're the ones that like reminding you to oh yeah you probably should eat something now and like just all the little stuff yeah yep. like that that isn't and, isn't and in the front of your head going this is a priority and, this and, is a priority and a really a, if you've got a bad caddy I don't a bad caddy makes no difference you know, you, effectively, if you, you, at that point, it's just a bad carry, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you've got a good caddy, you can rely on them a lot, and they can get you around when you're not quite there. 
you know, if you get pissed off with yourself, they can they can talk you yeah. around. But you know, they're they're always on a knife edge as well, right? They're they wanna that they've got to pick what to say. You know, yeah. sometimes sometimes encouragement's needed. Sometimes a kick in the ass is needed. Sometimes the best thing they can do is just shut, shut up. up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And let the, fam- the famous saying, keep up, shut up. Yeah. yeah. But well, also, the thing for them, and I mean, we've got very little job security. They've got none. Yeah, true. You know, so <laughs> yeah. to, to make those tough calls, you know, they've, they're effectively putting, on, you know, putting their job on the line. line. And it's, it's, not, it's not necessarily that... That brutal. It's some guys are brutal on caddies. Mm. You know they'll go through um, that five caddies a year kind of thing, and if they make one mistake, see you later. Gone. But yeah. I'm, I haven't been that brutal ever on a caddy. Yeah. But it, it, you can see, like you know, you'd make one wrong call on the wind or a club, and it can kind of sour a relationship pretty quickly. Yeah. So, so um, without sort of getting off your current caddy, but having someone like Steve on your back. Do, do, is I, that just like a friendship thing, or is that so you can kind of maybe leverage on on, on some of what what he's experienced? Uh, it was, it's become a friendship, okay. and I'm, I mean, I, the first opportunity I got was you know Steve messaged me before a New Zealand Open and said I'd love wow. to caddy for you. And you can go, wow! Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'll, th- I, I'll think, I'll think I about it, Steve. I'll li- think about it. I literally it. <laughs> just quizzed him on Tiger for a week, which Wicked. was which yep. was cool. And yep. he was he was answering everything I want. Yep. And yeah, it wasn't. Bust on much of the yep. gossip side of things. It was more like 100. what he did and yep. Yep. his processes. Yeah, yeah, and some of the shots he hit because you know everyone's seen all those highlights, like some of those incredible shots he hit out of fairway bunkers and yeah, yeah. shit like that. People watch that daily on YouTube. Yeah, that's yep. how good they are, right? Yeah, and then I, I mean, you can see from having Steve. Oh, I've probably had Steve caddy for me six or eight times now in the tournament. You can see why he was. The best in wow. the world. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the caddies don't have, I guess, the elite sportsman mentality. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's obviously they want to be in the thick of things, but Steve, Steve has that same mentality when he's caddying. Like that's where he, that's where he has to be. He makes, he, yeah. he's happy yeah. making the tough calls. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know if it's because he was on Tiger's bag for so long and like thrown in the limelight, but he he does. He's always looked like somebody that is just so in the game as well. Oh, if that yeah. makes sense, yeah. you know, like it's he has, well, he has a presence on the golf course. I, I remember, I remember seeing him at um, Windross for the LPGA event that was here, yes. and yeah. he was on the bag for uh, Danielle Kang. Yeah, yeah, and probably like shot hit club, walked up to like, the ball, and he'd find the marker, pace it out. Yeah, you know, work out everything. Wind. I'm Look. like. And it was every time. I'm, I'm 100%. like, like, like it was I, like he was doing more I, than what the pl- other players were doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, the, I remember him telling me about getting for Danny O'Kang, and he said, he said to her at the start of the week, you know, I, I'm, ha- I'm, I might call you off a shot when you're over the ball this week, and I don't think she knew what to expect. And he said he did it on the 17th hole. The wind had changed. Yeah. And she freaked out. <laughs> like she had a tit. She, she, she called. He called him. No, no, no. That wind's changed. Don't. Change wow. club and she couldn't deal with it. She just had <sighs> never had anyone do it. Yeah, wow. And have I, that I, much pull he's, when playing. He's done it to me, and it is a kind of weird feeling. But there's very few caddies that would, yeah. uh, unless it was like, they might do it 
in your pre-shot routine, you know, yeah. you're standing yeah. behind the ball, hold, hold on, mate, that, that breeze has changed. Yeah. You know, not when you're standing there about to pull the trigger and go, yeah. hey, nah, that's wrong. Yeah. Like, but, that's, but why, it, that's why he's the best. I was just going to say, and, and, and for him to do that, eh, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you got this, bro. Like, you know, like it, but it, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear that it still rattles you, that someone's, like, pulled you out of yeah. I, The thing the I found the hardest to start with like, I think the first time he caddied for me, I might have just got off challenge tour, I think. And it's like, he wanted to caddy for me. He's caddied for four number one players in the world, arguably seen the best golf anyone's ever played. And he's got to watch me hack it around the middle <laughs> in the hills. You're like, fuck, sorry. <laughs> but, he, he, but, like, once you get to know him, he's not thinking yeah. like that at all. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, you know, I don't... It, I, 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 I can hit a lot of really good shots, but I don't have the control. I don't think yeah. anyone ever had the control that Tiger had in the early yeah. 2000s, and he yeah. literally have seen the best golf anyone's yeah. ever played. Yeah. Um, is, is, is there a high expectation from Steve on a player, or is it just, you, I, I know I've seen you play, I know how you play, I've got this expectation, and not the not the expectation of, like you said, those world number ones. I, I, I think it's not necessarily that. I think you you're the one that puts an expectation yeah. on yourself. You're like, I've got Steve Williams, Kelly, for yeah, yeah. better not chop yeah. it this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's interesting. That that's the mindset because, like, you, you you can probably learn as so much more from having him on the bag. You know, yeah. Just the process around. Practice and like he's been one of those caddies that's been heavily involved when in preparation for events as well. So it's not just he turns up to the golf course on a Monday, does his work. Like he's he's been there with practice he, sessions with Scotty and Tiger and those guys. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's seen yeah he's seen the behind the scenes stuff, and that's you can get a lot out of that. Yeah, massive because like you said, he's not turning up on the day. No, he's there the weeks or the months prior to yeah. you know someone chasing you know their third fourth fifteenth major right oh, that's that's scary to think yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's won more majors than I've played in <laughs> <laughs> oh I think it. easily yeah oh wow so um so today you're um, going to tee it up, and is this your last round before you? Yep. you, you yeah, yeah, last round before I, I head away. Um, yeah, it's normally I like to play a lot before before I go. I, I get a lot of confidence from playing rather than yep. um, like I can hit a hundred balls on the range, perfect, and that means jack yep, shit. Nothing I can do it on the golf course. Yep. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, but this week, obviously, I'm going away for a while. Um, I've got spend some time with the family before I go away yeah. and everything, and get a lot of stuff organised. So it's been a little bit of a a mixed week. Like I, I had a lot of stuff to do yesterday. I didn't even touch yeah. a golf club, kind yeah. of thing. So it's just um, it is what it is at the moment. And yeah, you know, I know when I get back to back to Europe, it'll just be me and me and my caddy for the yeah. first few weeks. So you know, I can if I need to do a little bit of extra work on a Monday or a Tuesday, pretty much I'm, 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 I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah. Oh, good work. So you you're pretty much on arrival. You've got a little bit of time to get a bit of prep and get some work done. Or yeah. You're so I arrive it? Saturday afternoon. Um, I've got to probably un- get back to our apartment, unpack it a little bit. Um, got to get a COVID test on Sunday before going to Denmark. To yeah. you know, there's all of that 
stuff to deal with now. Yeah. And then uh, I've got to actually pick up so our tour truck, which normally is there every week. Um, the UK's got this green, amber, red list country thing going on, and Denmark's on the amber list, so they can't take the tour truck to to Denmark. So I'm meeting up with one of thankfully the one of the Strixing tour truck boys lives in London. Pretty, oh, he's about twenty minutes from my house, so oh, he's got a new set of wedges, new three wood, new couple of new driver heads for me, golf balls, golf bag. Yep. So I'm literally oh, I'm using his house as a tour truck on Sunday morning. Oh, nice. Um, so I got to go pick up all of that, and um, you know that'll be all my gear for for the three weeks. So all that's all, all your gear's pretty much tuned. You'd, that's just straight in the bag. You, you, yeah, yeah. So they've got to, they've got all the specs. I mean, nothing wicked. nothing yep. changes in yep. that regard. I've I've had the same set of shafts in my irons for yeah. ten, 10 years at oh, least. Wow. So, well, not, not, not obviously yeah, the yeah, same yeah, 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 same, yeah, yeah. same yeah. specs, same yeah. model. Um, you know, the driver head and everything like that is, you know, pretty interchangeable in that yeah. regard. Um, you know, the wedges are, I've had the same set of wedges probably for about six months, which is the longest, longest I've had a set of wedges for in oh, wow. a long, long time. Um, and then, yeah, so it'd be nice to nice to get a new set in the bag yeah. next you, week. You, you, you hear a lot about tour players tinkering while on the range because just to tweak a little thing, you've never indulged in... A little bit, but not much. No? Um, you know, I'm not going to be one of those guys that hits a few shots on the range and then unscrews the head and does something with it. And yeah. yeah. No, nah, I'm... You're going to go, no, this line angle's a little bit, you know, I, half I, a degree. I, I, to be honest, I, no, like, I notice that stuff. Oh, quite yep. significantly, like I'll, if a lie angle's out by a degree or whatever, I notice wow. that real quick, and that's something that I will get changed. Yep. But it's not like I'm going to go, oh, I don't like how this is going. I'm going yeah. to... The only one, the only thing I've really had issues with is three wood, and that's more, I think, how I hit three wood. I hit it real high on the face, and I hit down on it, and I just cave faces. Like I, <laughs> well. I can have a three wood go flush, 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 and then I'll hit it like... That, either way, that way, <laughs> yeah. and then you look at the face, and you know, face is supposed to have a little bit of a bulge, bulge in it. Yeah, yeah. And then the easiest test is you just get a card out, put it on, and you wow. can see daylight underneath the card, and you're like, "Yep, that's done." <laughs> and that, so that's the thing I've had the most issue with with three woods. Oh, wow, so I think I, we better I've, check our three woods, bro. I've, t- I've tinkered with that. I think the issue more with that is there's no COR limit on three woods. So, you know, driver has to have a certain face thickness, so it's the springy effect. Yeah, yeah. But that disappears, I think it's at like 12 degrees or 13 degrees. So once you're, o- once you're over that, you can oh, have wow. a springier face as you want. I think that's why a lot of guys like DJ and Brooks and aren't playing three woods anymore. A lot of them are playing four woods, even five woods, because they're so fast off the face. Oh, yeah. And I think... Wow. It's that combination of the faces are thin and I've, my launch conditions just destroy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would, hidden not that far? <laughs> oh, oh, I see one of my playing partners down there. Oh, is he uh, starting to warm up? J-Man. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh, he, he, he said he was going to try and get here early for some practice. I, I don't think he normally practices. No, well, he was pretty happy at Sipuki. He shot under par in a tournament for the first time in about five <laughs> Yeah, years. I was going to say, because I think I, th- I think I said to one of our boys, I was like, well, I reckon I could take, take J-Man around here this week. <laughs> yeah. And then he went and did that. I'm like, nah, Maybe fuck, not. nah, not nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was a, that was just on him. That was a bit, yeah, I was a bit, bit gutted for the bro that, you know, he just couldn't get, you know, one more good round. 
Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it would have been it's, awesome. It's, to see him it's, make it's the one cut. of those things. It's like he hadn't been in that situation for so long, yeah. and your head just goes in. Well, because he only plays like one, two pro ams a year, yeah. right? So you know, to make something, especially at the NZPJ Championship, would have been a, a huge achievement yeah. for a dude that only plays two tournaments a and year. And look, he's got. He, he can be proud of himself. He, he literally rocked up first round shot too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, As I yeah, said, he hasn't, yeah. shot, he hasn't shot under par in a tournament in probably yeah. five years. Yeah, I've seen yeah. him. He so turned up and was like, they look like skinny jeans. I'm like, dude, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> How can you swing a club? They wouldn't have been skinny jeans with his ass, would they? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I hope he listens to this. Oh, no, he uh, will he, be, bro. He, he, no, he, he's he's not, he's he's a friend of the show. Just on just on that NZPGA Championship, what, was your, what are your thoughts around having that event at that venue? Oh, I think... See, Pookie did a really good job. I mean, I you can't call it a a championship, a championship yeah, yeah, golf yeah, yeah, course. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a nice club course. It was in phenomenal condition. They set it yeah. up really nicely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's probably it, if if you're being brutal, it's, it's a little bit short for yeah, yeah. a championship. But for it was how they set it up was as good as they could have done. It was. You know they they tucked they tucked the flags the greens yeah. were rolling pure the fairways were good um, you know they had enough rough in places you know it, yeah. it was patchy but it was you know there were some places where you hit it and you're like oh that's a bit smelly yeah, yeah. like and left, left and of sixteen yeah left of sixteen <laughs> that was, bad, was yeah. ag bro I didn't hit it down there <laughs> no no yeah, you were good that week you were good that week but you know it, it's it, it it is what it is I mean it, it's Great, just having an event, yeah, and that at that level, yeah, and you know, Pook, I think everything else around the event, the support, um, you know, the the atmosphere around Tipuki was awesome, was and amazing. I think that means a lot more than yeah. the, you know, having a golf have course it. that might have been three or four hundred meters too short, yeah, yeah, that, that, like, yeah. and I'm not, I, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to criticize Tipuki. I played there no. heaps as a kid, yeah. And yeah. it's it's real fun to play, yeah, yeah. it's. It's tricky, you know. It's the typical New Zealand tight tree line. Yep. Can be a little bit dinky, but it was re- it was real fun to play. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. No, I, I agree with you, and 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 um, and, and uh, I'm a I'm a fan of Tapuki, um, uh, what and how they do it. Um, but I've actually moved, and you mentioned a few things earlier about how maybe some of the setups and some of um, our events over summer have been a bit too friendly. And I'm a big fan of, you know, like allowing people to truly test themselves, yep. you know. And um, it's interesting because, I, you know, like I now look at those events and going, you know what, it should be as tough as it can be. Yeah, and I, I think we're maybe a little hamstrung in New Zealand. We've got, <laughs> we've, we've sort of got two styles of golf course, right? We've got the resort. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know you, you, not that Tar 80s a resort, but it's yeah. like it's the newer stuff that's been yeah. built. The Tar 80s, the Kidnappers, Cowrie, Kinlock, yeah. stuff yeah. like that, which are are championship golf courses, but they don't you know they don't have the infrastructure. They're they're in a faraway place. They yes. don't have the, the infrastructure. Not, not really to hold yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to hold a tournament. Yeah, but they're much more like what we play on tour than wow. a lot of the. The club courses yep. we we play. Yep. Obviously, Golf Harbour has held big tournaments before, yes, and Cup. I think Golf Harbour was set up great. Just mm. golf and and Mirai was set up fine as well. 
I think some of the flags might have been on the easier side, but we had no wind yeah. either. Like yeah. that, that was more yeah. a, uh, the defence for both those golf courses is wind. And if you, you know, we had less than half a club of wind on the weekend at, at, mm. um, at so Golf Harbour. Like you, yeah. you just don't get that. Yeah, so that, that's friendly. what I think that's more where the scoring went lights out yeah. than the setup of the golf course. But I, I do believe from a New Zealand point of view, we need to set it up. We need to play as hard a golf course as we can, set up as hard as yep. we can, because you go overseas and it's a big jump. Yeah. And that, uh, 100%. That's, just, that's just being purely honest. You know, we play some, we can play some shitty ones in Europe. Yeah. You know, you play some shitty ones on the Challenge Tour, but, you know, literally, if you want to play majors or PJ Tour, European Tour, the, the standard of golf course or the, the toughness of golf course, the standard's not the, the yeah. toughness of golf yeah. course, is 100%. just harder. Yeah, and, and a lot of um, juniors that hit overseas on scholarships. Yeah, you find Maybe that real quick. That, that's when they find out that, oh, wow, I'm actually on a golf course yeah. now. Yeah. Um, you, you know, we, we get so used to the club courses, which generally uh, are yeah. short, narrow, but if you blast it way offline, you're on someone else's golf hole, and it's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, that doesn't happen. You know, even you go yeah. to Aussie, and you look at, you know, most of those Aussie guys – in tournaments, have got to play half the sand belt. Yeah. You know, how, yeah. You look at some of you play Cairney up in Perth, um, New South Wales Golf Club, um, the Australian, all of those places. Like they are, but they are big golf courses, and those guys have grown up playing yeah, tournaments on them. And it's like all of a sudden you go, 100%. you go and play Bethpage, or you go and play Shinnecock. And you're like, oh, okay, I've played a golf course that's similar to yeah. this. The, the Aussie courses are developing tour players. Yeah. Um, so, just just on courses, like in no particular order, unless you want to, like um, like if if there was just say three courses that you go, oh man, that would be the ultimate uh, event location. Like, w- would you have a couple that you'd go, man, I'd love to play this course at its toughest? Kenlock, nice, yeah. I like, I haven't played Kenlock in years, but I've always got. I've got good memories of it and I've got bad memories of it because yeah. I kicked my ass a couple of times. But that's... that's I, I, that, that I call Kinlock. Um, whenever someone goes, oh, Kinlock, I'm like, dude, take some lube because yep. you've got to bend over. You've got to have shots around tough, there. You can't, you can't miss anything. She is tough. Um, I mean, I, I, I really like Tarity as a golf course and they can make that as hard as they want. You know, most of the time they... They want people to enjoy themselves, so it's you know they push people forward and yep. and it's they get nice pin placements. But you know you get there on a day where they're like, okay, we're going to set this up hard. You get a little bit of win. You're like, yep. oh, this is a different golf course. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other one I think which has been really really good in the last couple of years since I've redone the greens is Wairaki. I mean playing oh, nice. that playing nice. that um, pro am down yep. there a few weeks ago. Greens were firm and fast, and you're like, okay, this is yeah, this is what. This is what you got to hit some shots around there. Uh, gr- the greens were perfect, so you could you know hit it forty foot away and and straight off the putter face you could almost walk it in if you. Yeah, 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 online. yeah. That was but like when we were there. We yeah. heading heading into greens, they were like concrete. Yeah, but were, I'm like, oh, I can't so just. That, but that's yeah. but again, what that does is put a premium on hitting it in the fairway. Yeah. Right, you, if you don't hit it in the fairway, you can't control your golf ball. Yeah, yeah. You know they're still they're still firm in the fairway, yeah. but you can stop it. Yeah. Whereas if you hit it in the rough and you've got like some of those greens are so shallow, yeah. you know if you hit it in the rough and you're like, well, I've literally got a area the size of this table to land it on just yeah, to keep yeah. it on the green, yeah. And that's what I don't think there's anything wrong with that. 
I like those courses that you've called out. Uh, we we haven't had our invite to um, further north yet, but um, it's coming. T- t- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but, I, I, I honestly I, believe that's the best we've got. Yeah. Um, nice. As a as an overall experience, and that's shown in the rankings worldwide. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it certainly looks like those two new ones up there are going to be as good. Bro, they're going to be here. Yeah, we yeah. saw some early photos. We had um. We had a guy on a digger out there just updating us with photos. I don't think he was meant to be because he's no longer working there, but, you know. I've, I've, I've seen a couple of the, what, the Instagram photos up yeah. there, and I've been but lucky enough to, to fly up to Taringi a couple of times this year, yeah. and you fly over those golf courses. Yeah. And it's wow. Like, oh, yeah, okay, this looks yeah. good. Yeah. And, and oh. actually been lucky enough to talk to, to Rick Kane about it. Yeah, wicked. And, yeah, I mean, when Rick's super excited about it, it's... Nice. it's yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's pretty and, and, and that is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm loving... All that energy for the game. Yeah, and that's, um, New Zealand's been really good at that in the last yeah. ten years. Yeah, you know, we we yeah. are turning ourselves into a into a golf destination. A- absolutely, and I mean the numbers since COVID are showing that the game's growing. Um, but I like the fact that we've still got all those premium options, you, you know, for internationals, but also to improve the game. And uh, I, I mean, you've touched on something um, about Australia. You know how they're so good at creating athletes. Yeah, and um, you know, like I hope that um, we get in a position to, you know, support people like you more and and have have more people, you know, chasing those tour drinks. Great. Well, I mean, we've got some young guys coming up that are, that are really good now. I mean, Hillier yeah. has some proper game. Nick Vogt, Denzel yeah. Ramirez. Um, yeah. You know, nice. And there's like, even more coming through. Oh yeah, there's more coming there's, through. Yeah. And that's that's good. You know, mm. you know, you got the likes oh, of Jimmy awesome. Hyde's is still an amateur. You've got. Um, yeah, Jimmy, Taylor, Jimmy can play. Who who got to the final group with you yeah. boys at Tipuki? Yeah, there's there's some talent coming yeah. through, which is Man. nice. Uh, we'll it's, you know, it's, it's just it's hard out there. There's a shitload of guys <laughs> yeah. trying to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, like just just being mindful that you've got a tea time to make. We'll um we'll 12, pull it back. 12, 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what everyone or everyone that listens to this wants to know is how chill are your PGA guys that you play with in, in majors, like your DJs? Everyone's, your everyone's good. I mean, yeah. it, the best way to describe it, it's like any other workplace, right? You get, there's 150 dudes out there plus 150 caddies, and, you know, there's, there's some dickheads. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, there's always going to be dickheads, right? Yeah, there's yeah. always dickheads. There's a, I'm not going to name anyone. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Um, you know, I think golf lends itself to... People being a bit strange. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. yeah. Everyone's got their quirks, including yeah. me, um, and that's because you spend so much time by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's plenty of weird. <laughs> there's plenty of <laughs> there's plenty of people with weird habits okay. that do weird shit. But generally, you know, most of the guys are really good to walk around with, yeah. and I've been lucky enough to play with a bunch of the world's best players. Yeah. And you know, all of them are. All the guys I've played with are, are decent talk. You know, played DJ at the start of this year. All we did was talk fishing. I mean, him, him having a 76-foot sport fishing boat versus a 20-foot trailer boat, where, you know, we didn't talk too much about that, but the fishing yeah, but side hey, of things. You could relate. You yeah, could relate. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, just to finish it off, any horror, horror stories about J-Man? <laughs> oh, no, I know there's plenty. I've got, I've got one. Yep. I've got one, and I'll, I'll be quick about it. But we used to... Um, Back in uh, New Zealand under 23 days when it was at Hastings. Yes, so yep. is, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, t- 10, 11 years ago. Had some family friends um, that had a sheep farm, 1,500-acre sheep farm about 15 minutes from Bridge Park. So I used to stay there. And Jason and I, our 
thing at night was to grab the ute, grab the 22 and go and shoot some rabbits. And we did that, you know, every night. It just, the yeah. guy was like, you know, I, 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 my family had had guns, so I, yeah. I knew how to use them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty safe with them. And what we used to do <laughs> is someone would drive and the guy shooting would be in the back seat because we're both right-handed. And what you'd do is you'd, like, sit on the, put the back window down, sit on it and sort of shoot over yep. the roof. And one day, I stopped, seen this rabbit right in the headlights in the middle of, like, a, the, the farm road. He's like, yep, yeah, perfect. J-Man's, like, leaning out the side. And then I hear, like, a little crack and a piece of the wing mirror landed on my lap. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was like, J-Man, you hit the fucking wing mirror. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like... Oh, sorry, bro. I wondered why it was a little bit blurry. <laughs> and the worst thing was, like, I was—I had my head slightly out the window, so he's probably mis-shooting me by about this much. And you're like, oh, my God, you're an idiot. He's oh like, I, I was like, why didn't you just go on the roof like we normally do? He's like, I don't know, man. It felt it's cooler just, this week. He's just hanging out the window. Oh, there's, shit. I mean, there's, there's oh. lots of other ones I can tell about J-Man. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, nah, we'll, we'll do that one next year. <laughs> Jesus and, Christ. Um, yeah, and just on, yeah, just on that, I mean, we, we, we've, we've covered a lot of tour golf. Um, so super uh, appreciative of you making time. I mean, the sun's up now. It was, it was dark when <laughs> yeah, we started. Dark. So, um, but yeah, super appreciate you making time. Thanks for having me. Um, and all the best on the road, bro. Um, I hope your family gets to get over there. Yeah, and yeah, spend totally. Time yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, that's the plan, which will yeah. be good. So all, all the best getting that sorted. And um, yeah, yeah, it'll be good to catch up with you. Yep, um, six another months time, bro. Time yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. And enjoy Europe. Best we'll of luck, bro. Um, have fun out there yeah, today. Full Rolls Royce for me today. Yeah, yeah. roll straight to the first team. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Nah, sweet man. We'll let you go. Thank okay. you very much for joining us on Caddy Batch NZ, bro. And like we said, all the best. Thanks, boys. All right, cheers. Thanks, bro. Cheers, bro. We just spoke to Ryan Fox. Yeah, Foxy, the big dog, ha, bro. First off, how do we get Foxy at six in the six in the morning, bro? Bro, he 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 came out at six for a record at six thirty. Yep. All, how all good is that? All the way out to uh, Mahi Formosa. So yeah, <laughs> big respect, Foxy, for uh, for turning up to the pod at six o'clock, man. But don't know how we manage that one, bro. So, ah, uh, bro. Caddy Batch just has pull these days, man. Does, bro. <laughs> and, a, and a special mention to the, the other big dog, Jay Man. Ah, oh, yeah, sorry about that, Jay. Yeah, bro, sorry. <laughs> the, the, the sorry, sorry about that last story there, yeah, but I yeah. had to get something from the bro yeah. because, fuck, you didn't give yeah. me anything yeah. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he said there's a few more too, so looking, for, <laughs> looking forward to our next quarter little with him, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, nah, aw- awesome chat with... Um, with a tour pro, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, I like there were a couple of things in there. I was like, "Fuck, I didn't think of that." Yeah, I'm and like, it, man, that's that's rough. But it's it's different because you hear stories about you know people over in Europe and the states, but it's not quite the same because you're in the same continent at least. Yeah, this dude is down here. Yeah, so far away from it all. From you know? it all. I mean, to be fair, he, he's so in touch, but so. Out of touch because you, you know, like I, mean, I guess, but, when it, you but put it's it the commitment hundred to, to well, it's his job. You yeah. know, like and that story that he told oh. about having getting short notice and for, going all the way to Spain. Yeah. 
40 plus Dubai, hours later. to Barcelona yep. to Marbella and then an hour and a half drive. Yeah. Bro, that's... And, and that was after being a reserve. Yeah. You know, getting yeah. the call up, you know. Like he'd only been back a couple of days or something yeah. like that. Got, got a phone call, 11. Fuck. Sorting flights till 2. On a flight, yeah. So, yeah, big respect for getting it done, Foxy. That, that, that's massive. And then, um, you, you know, I guess and a couple of things that sort of stood out for me in there, bro, was was maybe how we, I guess, ultimately how we develop tour players or, you know, what our country's elite, like the core setups and conditions yep. that they're playing yep. under. Um, you, you know, you get a lot of stick from the club members about pin placements too tough. It's like, isn't that part of the game? Yeah. And I like that it's the bros just sitting here going, you know, our, our courses could probably be set up a lot tougher. And I, I'm all about yeah. it. Yeah. I sort of get where he's coming from, though. You know, you've the part-time player. Yeah. You know, and you've got your amateurs. You've yep. got hundred percent. You know, you've got people who've just turned pro, so they don't. You know, and yeah, that's all they. That's all they've experienced. Yeah. No. No. I, so I, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm all for having your stepping stone events where it's yep. you know it's like half and half. Yeah. And then it's just. You need some that are like US Open, right? Just straight yeah. ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Because that'll that'll test your player. Yeah, and and, that, and that's yeah. what we need because otherwise we're not grooming 100%. elite players. Absolutely, bro. And and, and you know I, I guess that's um, even obvious when crew from here go to Aussie. Yeah. Uh, when you touched on you know the the courses that they get to compete on. Yeah. And you know Aussie's notorious for creating not just athletes. Yeah. But winning athletes, yeah, 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 you know, and I think a lot of that comes from the, you know, the early stages and those amateur events, and like, you know, I, I'm happy to see um, some of the courses play at, you know, six, seven under yeah. instead of twenty-two. Yeah, all about it. Yeah, you know, um, I, I, I want to, not want to, but I, I, I like seeing elite players not struggle, but work harder for a score. Yeah, absolutely, bro. You know, yeah. I mean, work should be hard. Absolutely. I mean, I'm working hard right now, bro. Me but, uh, <laughs> Our um, man's on the clock here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, no oh, but I bro, it looks good. No, yeah, she is. She is looking good. Yeah. We had a lot of rain this week, so um, hope ho- hopefully. Uh, so so, carts carts only for tour players or yeah, hard <laughs> yeah, uh, general area. Tour player, you do what you want, bro. Yeah. Especially turning up here at six in the morning for the cars. It's like you for. But yeah, nah, um, yeah, awesome chat, bro. And um, what I like about it the most, bro, is um, hopefully, sort of throwing it out here, Foxy, the, the opportunity to catch up again. You know. Um, well, yeah, he, he massive, d- massive insight. Well, eh, I was bro? like, when I said it, I was like, yeah. And I would yep. love to catch up again. And he's like, yeah, in about six months. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Sweet ass. Yeah, yeah, we got that. We recorded that today, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's on the record. Got that. Got pretty that. sure that's on the record. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I think you, you If it's you know, not on this, it'll be on that because it was still rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But, yeah, um, and then that's, you, you know, I mean, that just shows how brutal it is, bro. Yeah, you know, totally. He, he's packing up tomorrow. So again, massive respect for coming in the day before he. Yeah, and that bro, out. like we s- sort of messed with his pre pre um, pre round kind of 
a little bit there. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. Giving, giving him like five minutes between here and the tee. Yeah, he, um, he, he did no warm up, no putts, just yeah. straight to. So when he gets first. yeah, so when he gets to Marcus later on this yeah. afternoon, and he's a little bit stiff. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't us. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh my god. I know. Oh, but, but hey, hey, he, he's got recovery time in quarantine. So. Yeah, I know. But I am kind of nervous, bro. He's had a good run of you know some awesome results. So yeah, I'm kind of nervous that his and then his decline is due to Katie Bat. Oh, oh. Katie Bat chat for most. <laughs> These guys, They're not funny man. No, come on, Foxy, you got oh. this, bro. You got this. But yeah, nah, yeah. I, I'll be keen to get him and the bro oh, Jay back in 100%. on one podcast. Hundred percent. How good would that be? Oh, it'd be an awesome chat because um, you, you know, like he, Foxy touched on it, a little bit of um, you, you know, uh, development. Sort of under 23s. Yeah. Yep. You, you know, and they well, bro, they've been boys for yeah. years. So. And their, their journey, you know, not just. Um, on the golf course, um, but off the golf course is yeah. is, is always a good chat too. No. You know the boys no. like to catch some fish. Um, Jay likes to catch a bit of sun on the seventeenth. You, you know, always <laughs> on the bag. Um, so yeah, it'll be an awesome <laughs> chat, bro. It'll be awesome yeah. to get the boys in. Yeah, the two athletes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's 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 probably um, there's probably something in that about how. Maybe competitive they are, you know, like because you know, you bro, ain't nobody competing with fucking Ryan Fox. No, but I'm just thinking though. Like, bro, he just said surely, Brownie. Surely, <laughs> well, he called him out. Brownie called, you know, come on, bro. Like he, he just had you. Nah, well, he well, he called, well, him, he out called him out the first round, and then Foxy goes, "Hey, you want to go again? You want a piece of this, bro?" And he accepted the invite. I know, man. Bro, so, I talk about regrets. Yeah, and then he drops and drops another four shots. But how good was that, bro? After that sixty, saying that there was still a couple out there. Oh, mean, bro, mean. No, no, hard. Well, um, I think we'll wrap it up there, bro. Yeah, that, bro. We'll wrap up the best podcast so far on Caddy Batch NZ. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, um, let us know. You know, yeah. I think yeah, because this was sort of arranged short notice. Um, if we'd arranged it with a little bit more notice, we would have kind of put it out there, yep. <clears throat> asking if there are any questions that you wanted to ask Foxy. Um, but hopefully next time around, we have enough notice, we can let you guys know as well. We can get those questions and, and hopefully yeah. answered a- by, the, a- absolutely. by the bro. Absolutely. It'll, it'll be good to be able to um, at least get some questions and, you know, hit, hit a... Yeah, hit just a, a little quick fire, fire round at the end, yeah. end, end of the pod. Yeah, man, you know, absolutely. Bring up, just pull back from you know, just talking about work. <laughs> That's basically yeah, what uh, it was. It was talking about work for him. Yeah, yeah. but you, you know, it just shows that you, you know, to a life, not the dream life. No, no, know? no. But um, but yeah, nah, we'll do that. Wicked, yeah, we'll do that. We'll we'll get enough notice. Might we'll see if we can play with him. I reckon I could take him on. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, I'll see if I can get a hand of um hold of some left-handed clubs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah how good, good he does then. Well, I tell you, I tell you what, he's mentioned two courses that are in my top three. Yeah, the, the other course I haven't played it yet. So oh, we can put it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anyone, uh, if anyone would like to, <laughs> <laughs> help us out. <laughs> even even a GoFundMe. <laughs> Yeah, for us to stay the night, <laughs> yeah, pay full price and play. Yeah, go fund yeah, me. Ex- ex- we'll, we'll exclude the chopper. Live, live it through us, people. Live yeah, it through yeah. us. <laughs>
Nah, cool. All right, thanks, guys. If you enjoyed it, again, let us know. Um, otherwise, follow us on our socials on Facebook and Instagram at KattyBatchNZ um, and rate us. Rate us on on Apple Podcast. Um, give us an honest rating. Give us a review or whatever you want to do um, just so we know where we're going with this and how we're doing with this. And if there's anything you don't like, maybe we, well, we might cut it out. We might not because... Might just be us, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's it's always good to get feedback. So yeah, man, just give it to us. We yep. can handle. We can put handle. it out there, engage, and and like Paige said, you know, we, we, when when we're in a position to you know schedule something, yeah, we'll reach out because yeah, yeah. um, there's there's probably a lot that crew want to know. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, no, sweet. All right, guys. Um, that's us for this. We'll, we'll call it a special episode. Yeah, that's 100%. us for the special episode. We'll see you on the next one. Happy golfing.